not shoving a dumbbell into my hoo-ha so that my baby's a bodybuilder. I don't think anybody is. Hi guys. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Girls Next Door. My name is Emily. And my name is Misha. Um, welcome to the first episode of the Not Your Girls Next Door podcast. We have decided that we talk a lot. And <laughs> probably too much. Probably too much, but we feel like we talk about some good shit. So we are like, why not throw it into a podcast so everybody else can feel included in this conversation? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess this is our first episode. We're not really sure how to do this or how everything goes, but I don't know. What do you think? Should we just introduce ourselves? Yeah. Okay. And go. And go, I guess. Um, you're voting me in? Yeah, again. Okay. So my name is Emily. Um, some of you guys might know me as your fit M on Instagram. I am a university student and a personal trainer, both in person and online, and... I don't know what else is there much to say about myself, I guess. I'm going into dentistry. I like to work out. <laughs> I feel like I'm not that interesting of a person. I just like to share my thoughts and feelings on Instagram and try to help inspire other people to, you know, live their truest and best life and whatever makes them the most healthiest and happiest version of themselves, I guess. Yep. All right. Um... I go by Mish usually. I actually live in Saskatoon, close to Emily down the road. I'm a skin tech and then also slowly becoming an entrepreneur. Um, Instagram-wise, not big on Instagram. Caption-wise, big on captions. That is my go-to way to vent and talk to people, especially women, about their bodies, their sexuality, relationships, emotional, kind of anything like that. That is something that I feel very strongly about. And also body positivity is huge. As you probably all see through Instagram, Em and I both have kind of a fitness journey. Ours almost leads together, but a little bit different. I used to compete in all that stuff. And then now I am here, definitely not competing again, ever. Um, other than that, I like snacks and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> we got our snacks lined up. We got some coffee and some cucumbers I got vegetables i got carrots and broccoli nice but i couldn't eat them on here anyways because you could hear just eat it yeah i don't think anybody wants to listen to us just munch no all day but i don't know what do people want to hear us talk about i feel like today our topic is going to be kind of about the fitness and what happens when you get into fitness and how you kind of drift away from it sometimes and jump back in. And how your family and friends get affected by your choices. Yeah. And... I agree with that. Dun, dun, dun. But I think a lot of people, like, they're always like, oh, how did you guys meet? And how long have you been friends and stuff? Because yeah. I feel like we're just... <laughs> together all the time. We are together all the time. But, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, in the best <laughs> kind of way. Um, but honestly, we only met like a year ago, I think. Yeah, it would have been a year. And we month. just went to the beach. Well, we met in the gym and then we we're like, okay, let's go to the beach and whatever. And then we worked out a few times. And like, since then we we're just like inseparable work out all the time. Well, what, when we could, I guess we can't anymore. But yeah. All of that, but that switched up. Like, honestly, it was just like 
the type of friendship that you are like you meet and it feels like you already knew each other for so long yeah you just just, click just happen like that and like we just started going to the gym together and I feel like I don't know if I ever told you this before but you were like the first friend I ever had that asked me what I was doing in the middle of the day and was like you want to go do something and like it was the first you were the first person to invite me for a spontaneous plan and I was like people actually think about me people actually want to ask me first to hang out and I was just like oh okay like this is new I've never experienced this before so then I was like really excited and I was like okay this is cool this is what friends are supposed to be like this is how you're supposed to be treated like it's different it's honestly different um I've always had like decently good friends maybe not so much growing up and right out of high school but I've always naturally made friends pretty easy I don't know if they were always the best or one of the best for me and then once Em and I met it just was like easy and it doesn't feel like we ever like get sick of each other yeah at least I don't get sick of you <laughs> good to know <laughs> me what doing are you annoyed (laughs) yet (laughs) literally so funny but yeah especially when fitness is like definitely one of your main focuses in life I think you lose a lot of friends yeah I agree with that for sure and I feel like I know we've talked about this many times before but it seems like a lot of the times people um often will see your fitness or like your what you're doing for yourself and assume that it's like a hit at them telling them that they're not doing enough and like I I just always want to reiterate that whenever somebody is like working out or eating healthy or whatever like it's not it's not like shame against somebody who isn't you know it's not telling them that they need to be better to be like them like I always think like everybody has to do what makes them happy and if working out isn't something that makes you happy then you don't have to do it and there's no like shame towards that and like not everybody has to live the same lifestyle and if somebody wants to do something for themselves it doesn't mean that they look down on people who don't do that like you have to understand like especially when you are somebody in fitness like you have to go into it understanding that not everybody is going to enjoy that and you can't view people who don't as less than you yeah I think that's a huge one especially like in bodybuilding world you look up to so many people and you think you need to look like an ideal way and if people don't look that ideal way then they're less than you or like they don't work out hard enough or they don't eat like less or like just the stupidest little things like that and I think that fitness is a choice and it's for personal growth and mental health and it's that's about it like I don't think it's anyone else's opinion or something to be pushed onto it has to be for yourself solely or else you're gonna hate it totally so how do you feel like your view on fitness has changed like since you first started in the gym I first started in the gym when I was right out of high school I went to Regina for some schooling and I started there and it wasn't really like I didn't know what I was doing I literally walked into the gym and would like run on the treadmill and then go lift some random weights like I zero clue what I was doing and then I got a little more serious and then of course I seen girls competing and I looked up to those people and I thought they were such like this ideal body type and it was like a healthy thing because it was working out so later on I jumped into competing and I did two competitions and then I had a really bad kind of like relapse so reverse diet was not good I got super big super quickly 
and then I wanted to compete again just because solely my mental kind of game with my body was like I weighed maybe 130 some pounds and like I'm 5'8 5'7 so like I'm a tall girl and to weigh that much with a little bit of muscle is like that's really that's small. small yeah so and then I had an issue with that so then of course I wanted to get down to my stage weight again which was like probably like 122 123 which is like super small and clearly unhealthy but when you're kind of in that mental state of competing it's like all or nothing yeah you don't care like what the repercussions are you just want to win and or not even win but make sure that you hit the finish line right like it's like yeah. even if you find yourself in a place where you're not happy anymore it's like well I need to reach that goal or else it wasn't worth it and I think that's such a toxic mindset to have too because you, ha- you have to realize that every day you're allowed to change and yeah. your goals are allowed to change and your mindset's allowed to change and if you make like a goal six months ago you don't have to have that same goal now because you have changed physically and emotionally and like you've grown and learned and like you know you're not the same person that you were six months ago so how can yeah. you expect yourself to have the same goals like it's okay to say no and that doesn't mean that you're a failure it doesn't mean that you're quitting it just means that you're shifting your perspective a little bit yeah and like trying to reach new targets now yeah so that was like a huge definitely turning table fitness wise for me I learned a lot about competing and there's people who are amazing at it and they love it and that's all they'll ever do but for me it really tore apart my life and it tore apart like quickly I lost a lot of friends through it which probably was a good thing because a lot of them weren't there to fully support me and if you know somebody competing or you have somebody in your family competing then you know how difficult it is with them and their emotional state and their mental like it's crazy I remember living with my sister and I dropped my egg whites on the ground and she found me sitting in the corner crying about these egg whites yeah so relatable <laughs> I remember my oatmeal overflowing out of my bowl and I literally opened the microwave looked at it laid on the floor and screamed yeah like, like <laughs> how like how crazy is that like why are you that like why are you starving yourself that much yeah. that when your food isn't ready right on time like it's not like I didn't have more oatmeal I could have just made it in right? two more minutes but it's like you are literally starving yourself so much that you your plan for your food not going proper like and not going completely right just is like deafening to yeah you. just the worst thing in the world that could happen like it's like wild. I never and I never want to put myself in a space physically where I have to feel that way about food again yeah like I never want to push myself and deprive myself to like have to cry over spilled oatmeal oh yeah like that's not healthy and I think that's something else that people don't realize is that for some people yeah skinny is healthy Mm -hmm. and for some people being able to see abs is healthy but that's not how it is for everybody like healthy is going to be different on every single person and for most people like skinny is not healthy for them because they have to eat so little and do so much high intensity cardio or exercise in order to get there that it's just like it's not going to be healthy for their body or for their mental state like that's not a healthy relationship with food at all no and like i understand that some women are able to totally have abs and that's their normal natural body state and they're able to be healthy that way but for myself like that's not possible at at least not right now maybe it is in the future if I you know 
have a different metabolism going on but for like right now that's just not possible without extreme measures and like i feel like people need to realize that that skinny doesn't equal healthy skinny can sometimes equal unhealthy it just depends exactly that's like we are looking through a box of stuff because em has a photo shoot coming up and one of the tops that she pulled out was a bralette that i'd worn like three years ago i think it was and i wore it to a christmas kind of event or whatever and literally it probably fits my thigh now like i was so tiny so depleted i have a picture in that top and like i have clearly a six pack but it's not because that was a healthy six pack it was because i literally ate i think asparagus rice cakes tilapia and mustard and i don't think i had any carb like i would eat a little bit of oatmeal but like carbs scared me fruit terrified it like i was too scared to eat even like a blueberry a strawberry or a fucking banana because i thought i was gonna get fat from it that was my mindset yeah, I always remember telling myself that bananas had too much carbs and I couldn't eat them. Yeah, like what? Like how crazy is that? Like it's food, it's not the enemy. And like for so long, I remember just like just restricting yourself so much. And like the more that you restrict, the more that you're going to have cravings towards other things and the more that you're not, never going to satiate those cravings. So you're going to end up overindulging overeating yeah. creating an eating disorder potentially like you yeah. know having binge eating disorder obviously that doesn't happen for everybody but it's something that happened for me and i know that it like even now i know that my relationship with food isn't where it could be and mm-hmm. it's still not 100 percent healthy but it's so much better than it was even just a year ago yeah but like i know that you talk about it too but coming out of when you were competing and trying to like heal that relationship with food like has taken you years oh yeah i'm still not there like i still have days where like i decide i'm not gonna eat for how many hours because i want to like wait because i want to eat something big at the end of the day when if i would have just had that little bit in the morning i would have been totally content and totally happy where in my mind i had to like cut myself off from food and it's like that has totally changed now slowly it's getting better and better but before I know I had an eating disorder extremely when I was competing and extremely afterwards and it got to a point where like I would eat literally I would starve all day and then I'd go home and I would eat rice crackers not rice crackers soda crackers I would have five soda crackers with a little bit of cheese melted on them and two pieces of turkey bacon and that would be my meal that's horrible yeah and that was like me thinking I was being healthy because I got my carbs, my fats, my protein all in one <laughs> oh little, God. like what? Like, oh, so bad. So competing is definitely not my thing. It's nothing that I ever want to push onto anyone. And I definitely have my views about it. But for those of the people that I know competing, they're amazing and they're doing what they love and yeah. it makes them happy. So I have no point of view on what they're doing. It's just, I want them to know the kind of backlash that happens especially hormone wise is like a big one for females like that's huge so and it takes so long to fix those hormones afterwards yeah like but the thing is like i know that like competing is not for everybody obviously and the people that do it like their discipline and dedication is admirable oh like, yeah uh, like that's just but you you shouldn't force yourself to do it if your heart's not in it if you're doing it for the wrong reasons if you're doing it like even now i i remember when i was like a year ago people expected me to be competing because they thought that 
that's just what you had to do when you were in the gym and whatever and I yeah. I never had thought about it before for myself and it's not an, a thought that I had had or an idea or anything and I just was like oh like maybe I should because people expect me to and then I was like am I not valid as a fitness trainer am I not valid as a personal trainer as I'm not am I not valid in the gym if I don't compete yeah and that's like something that weighed on me for a really long time because I just felt like if I wasn't competing then I wouldn't actually be able to call myself fit yeah. and the thing that you have to realize is that like that like it's still it still weighs on me I still think like I literally have no internal desire to compete because it's just not something that I want for myself I know that I have too much going on in my brain already like it, it's just not a goal of mine I want to be strong I want to you know be healthy I want to be having a good relationship with food and with my body and like I don't want to try to shrink myself down and like have you know I, I just I admire the people that are able to do that and that enjoy that but for me it's just not something that I could do but I can't remember where I was going with this freaking conversation now I really got, <laughs> I, I just, she got on a go I, on. I went on a tangent there that happens a lot um anyways uh, okay back to fitness view fitness view um after competing it took me a few years to definitely develop a love for the gym again fully and actually appreciate going but even last year I found myself going to the gym because I needed to not because I wanted to and I would go seven days a week and exhaust my body and keep going and keep going and then finally quarantine hit and we couldn't go to the gym so that just halted pretty much I tried doing home workouts and then I ended up getting sick and put into the hospital not with covid not with covid we will clarify no covid we are covid free in this household yeah big time and um i actually learned a lot about myself through the four days that i was in there five days i was in there and i learned that fitness wasn't a thing that i was loving anymore it was something i was just doing and i was forcing myself to do it and I was forcing myself to lift super heavy all of the time and my body was achy and I wouldn't even notice. And the one thing that really hit home was one of the doctors, or it was a surgeon, I'm not sure, came up to me and was explaining how bad my infection was and all of this and how I probably would have felt my sy- symptoms a lot earlier. But because I was in constant pain all the time and putting myself in like trauma all the time, I was just like nervous system shot, didn't even notice, but I probably would have noticed a lot earlier, which that kind of gave me like a big wake up call, a huge wake up call. So I don't lift as heavy anymore. There's days where I want to so badly, but I just know that sometimes fitness doesn't mean that you have to lift heavy and go all the way and die in the gym and blackout and puke and like all the things that I thought I needed to do. So that was kind of my shifting point in fitness, but yeah, it just became easier now. Yeah, I feel that. And I feel like the same as like we said before, is that healthy is going to be different for everybody. Some For some people it's running, you know, every day, five yeah. days a week. For some people it's going to Zuba. For some people it's powerlifting. For some people it's bodybuilding. And like for some people it's just going on a walk every morning and eating good food. And I feel like there's no like you don't have to prove yourself to anybody 
Like, who has expectations for what your fitness journey is going to be? Yeah. Nobody but yourself. But then you place these expectations in your head that you think society has for you. And you, you know, tear yourself down and beat yourself up. And it's literally only... Those expectations are only there from yourself. They're not there from anybody else. So you just have to, like, you know, drop those barriers and remind yourself that nobody else cares how you are living your life as long as you're, you know, living it in a, in a kind way, you know, you're not, as long as you're not being violent, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, not a psychopath. Like, but like nobody is like judging you for how you choose to take your, take on your fitness journey. And like, literally, if anybody is judging you, then that's really just a judgment on them. And that's something that yeah. I've come to learn over the months and years and everything. Like when somebody says something negative to me, I just like look at them and where they are at in their life. And I'm like, Oh, okay, I understand because yeah, where you're coming from. You are not actually judging me. You're judging yourself, and you're upset about the, you know, insecurities in yourself that are being brought to light because of something that you see in me, and that's not my fault. Right. That's not your fault. Like, whenever somebody has a judgment towards you, that's not on you. That's on them. They're just projecting. So, that's kind of how I, I just don't care what people think I right? guess about me anymore and like obviously I still try to be the best person that I can be like I want to I don't want to be a shithole yeah. you know like I'm not like oh they're judging me like that judgment is them so I can do whatever I want like no it's like okay still be like still like honor your truth and like be your best person but like what people think about you isn't ever gonna matter it's always about what you think about yourself exactly I feel like if you're doing your best every single day and that sounds cheesy but like if you're waking up happy and doing what you love and pushing yourself in your own ways don't ever let anyone make you feel shitty for choosing yourself over anything because you don't know people's shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's literally my motto in life now um yeah i know when i started my fitness journey i lost a lot of friends and one of them was actually my best friend and it started out by just full on getting ignored. And I had no idea what I had done wrong because in my mind, I was always the friend that like would do anything for anyone and make sure they're taken care of. And like if they needed something, like I was always there, even if it was just a phone call. But for some reason, she just kind of hung up the phone on me and never gave me a call back. And then later on in life, I learned <clears throat> at a party and my whole family was at, and this group of girls was trying to tell everyone not to talk to me. And you have to realize I was like 20, 22 or 23 years old. Like I wasn't in high school anymore. Like I was fully grown, like making my life choices. And still people were constantly just judging me for choosing a different path instead of being this little chubby Misha that I always was. And I think it pissed off a lot of people. And in my mind, that broke my heart to lose those people in my life. But a few years later down the road now, I realized, like, those weren't my people. I didn't deserve that. And I don't think anybody deserves to be treated poorly for making a choice to better themselves. When you're physically, emotionally, mentally not hurting anyone else around you, you're simply just making a choice so that you're emotionally, physically better in life. And I think that's something that... A lot of young girls now are learning slowly so that's a huge one yeah I think when people don't want to be in your life anymore it's okay to just let them go and like not be upset about it yeah. or like 
obviously it sucks when you are when when you're losing friends or people around you or people that have been like a part of your life for a really long time because change is never easy for anybody but like you you don't do you want to be stagnant for your whole life do you want to yeah. be in the same place like we're all growing and evolving and like even your old friend is growing and evolving maybe they're just growing down a different path than you and that's okay and like you're gonna meet new people and I think the thing to remember is like you can't ever like resent anybody or hate anybody that was in your past because everybody is in your life at a certain time for a certain reason right yeah, like huge any, any everyone who comes into your life is there in the time zone that or in the time that they're there to you know give you what you need at that moment yeah. and then when you don't need that anymore that's okay they're gonna exit your life and like mm-hmm. that's nothing to be sad about that's nothing to be ashamed about and like if you are ready for them to exit your life you're done with that like time period and they're still kind of staying there it's okay for you to say goodbye too yeah and like you should never feel guilty or anything like that for having to shift you know the people who are around you because you have to make sure that you're you know surrounding yourself with people who support you and energize you and you know leave you feeling better after seeing them then worse right yeah and like if you aren't getting that anymore it's okay for you to say hey i need to move on from this friendship or this relationship and there's no hate there's no resentment like i'm not i don't think that you're a bad person you're just not the person that i need in my life right now and that's fine and like that's the same thing with the relationships like you can break up with somebody and not think that they're a terrible person. Oh, yeah. That's you a just, huge one. You just have to realize that they might not be your person. Or, yeah. like, anybody that you go on a date with, like, they might be a great person, but they're just not your person, and that's okay. That doesn't yeah. mean that they're bad. If somebody doesn't... If, you, if somebody needs... If somebody doesn't need you in their life, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person either. It just means that you're not the person that they need right now, and that's fine. Yeah. Then that's something, like, not to take to heart and be upset about. It's just some people are your people and some people aren't your people, and that's that. Like, I don't think you should force friendships onto people ever. And even if it's your family and you feel like you're forcing yourself to be around your family, but you leave maybe your auntie's or your uncle's house feeling like shit every single time, then clearly something needs to be addressed. And maybe you need to distance yourself a little bit more. Maybe that needs to lead into never being in a social setting together but maybe you'll phone them once in a while and I think that's a huge thing is people put like friends and family before themselves and I get it because I'm a huge friends and family person but at the same time if I'm exhausted and I can't give them what they need from me being that like love or attention or like a physical hug or anything then I'm not going to be in a healthy relationship with them if I can't give them what they need but also give myself what I need yeah you can never like I always say this to like my clients too is that if they're feeling like guilty about taking time away from their family to go to the gym or something like that it's like well you can't continue to give them the love that they need if you're not recharging your own battery if you're constantly draining your energy and draining yourself like providing for them and never letting yourself recharge then you're not going to have anything to give them so you have to remember like it's okay to take that time for yourself and it's okay to say no um to like any event even if it's like yeah a family event if it's if you're too drained then it's okay to say no if you don't want to go out with your friends one night it's okay to say no if you need to take time for yourself it's okay to say no because you want to be the best person that you can be for them and you have to be able to be energized and recharged in order to do that 
So if you're constantly giving and giving and giving to others and never like taking that time for yourself or setting those boundaries for yourself, you're never going to be able to continue to give. You're just going to get, you know, totally depleted. Yeah. And I think I've done that like so many times in my life. I put a relationship before myself and I've totally changed into a different human being because number one, I was exhausted or I just couldn't like be around people anymore. So I would just isolate myself. And that's never a healthy way to do anything in your life, number one. But I just felt so much guilt if I wasn't there 100% all the time for my partner or whether it be my family. I always felt like this heavy guilt about like, no, I can't go to the gym or no, I can't eat this because we're going to go out for supper and I can't adjust that. I feel like I'm making people uncomfortable when I do that. Like, you have to do things for yourself, whether it be your fitness journey, hitting your macros, going out with friends if they're your real friends, they're going to support you in everything you're doing. They're not going to shove a beer in your face when they know that maybe you're trying to do something with your body that's a little bit healthier. Like, you got to really pick and choose for yourself in any situation. So that's a huge learning to learn. And I think, like, especially when it comes to social situations, like, I know that I've had people say, like, oh, you're bringing your own food, like... Yeah, in, like, a mean way. In a mean like way or saying, like, by you. oh, like, that's selfish that you're, you know, going to the gym instead of spending time with family and, like, that kind of thing. And I think that that gets to a lot of people mm-hmm. and, like, it makes you feel like, well, is this selfish? Like, should I be guilty about, you know, not eating the same food that everybody else is eating? But, like, at the same time, you have to remember, like, no, it isn't selfish. That's the, just them feeling insecure about what you're doing for yourself because you're really not making it if you're bringing your own meal like I get it that's kind of it makes people feel awkward and whatever so time and a place there's a time and a place for everything (laughs) if you are like dieting or you know this is being your third event of the week Mm -hmm. obviously like bringing your own food and like just trying to cook it to your preference so that you're able to hit your macros and whatever is important but if this is like your first time in an entire month going out to eat and it's for your grandma's birthday like okay time and a place enjoy a meal with your grandma and have some cake you know what I mean like you can't be strict on yourself 24 7 but you also can't be willy-nilly with yourself and saying oh I I just need to enjoy this like memories over macros but to a point exactly and you can still make memories while hitting your macros and I think that that's something that people like are like no I can't but it's like you can. If they're having a burger, just ask to bring your chicken breast and grill it at the same time. You're still going to be able to experience things. You're not, you know, isolating yourself. Like, don't isolate yourself and stay at home instead of going to this event. Yeah. But just, like, adapt and try to make it work for you. And, like, there's always something that you can do and there's always a way. And, like, I, I don't think that, like, it's balance, right? You can't be all or nothing. You can't be okay, I'm going to go to this event and eat everything or I'm not going to go at all. It's just like balance, you know? Yeah. There's always got to be a gray area in in health and fitness in life. Like it's never all or nothing, no matter what you're doing. You have to let yourself have some leeway. Um, as long if this is your lifestyle, right? Like if you're obviously anything that you talk about when you're talking about balance, if you, it doesn't apply to competing. Yeah. That's a totally competing. There's no balance. And we understand that. And like, okay, we're just, we're not addressing it right now. It's just like, we know that that's a totally another topic and subject and 
anything that's about balance competing just doesn't it's not involved so that's just something else but like if this is your lifestyle like you can't just isolate yourself and not live your life yeah it's called a lifestyle for a reason you have to be living you have to be going to these events you have to be going for patio drinks you have to be um you know going to your cousin's graduation and your grandma's birthday like that's part of your life you have to go to the lake and enjoy it you can't just stay at home and pretend that you're living your life by hitting your macros and eating your chicken breast and asparagus like you can still hit your macros while you're at the lake you can still hit your macros while you're living your life you just it's called you have to incorporate fitness into your life not incorporate your life into fitness and that's something that I always want to reiterate with all of my lifestyle clients because your life shouldn't revolve around fitness because you're so much more than that but fitness should obviously be a huge part of your life yeah it's important but it's not everything exactly and I think that's a huge thing is like you need to find that balance and whether that be you bringing a meal with you or you eating before you go somewhere but like that was the biggest lesson I think I ever learned was I missed out on so much when I was whether competing or when I was being super strict with myself it was like I missed out on family dinners I missed out on birthday parties I missed out on going out to the bar with my friends because I decided I refused to go out because they were gonna have drinks and I couldn't have one where I literally could have got a water and had more fun than I did sitting at home yeah, being mad about like, it. There's always something that you can do, whether you drink water or like a diet soda or plug one shot into your macros. Yeah. Like it's not that hard to do. And I just think that people a lot of the times just see it as either one or the other, but you can yeah. have it mixed. You can mesh it together and, and it's okay. Like just because you have a few alcoholic beverages doesn't mean that you're not healthy and fit. Exactly. You're honoring your soul. You're honoring your mind. You're honoring your body. You're honoring your friends and family. And that's part of overall health too, right? Like, Exactly. That's a huge thing. Like, I feel like you can't lose yourself in fitness because then you literally have zero fun in life. Like, you think you're having fun, but you're really not. Once you get to experience going out for drinks with your friends and actually, like, socializing again, you realize, like you missed out on a lot and I think that's why a lot of people steer clear of fitness and dieting and everything because they think that can't mix but it can mix it's just like you need to drop the excuses that you're making for yourself and trying to make it uncomfortable for yourself in a social setting and just go for it and drink your water at the table if you got to drink your water like I don't know put some vodka in it yeah (laughs) and I'm like you can always ask for help too like if you don't know how to do it or you don't understand like how you can mix the two like it's it's just ask for help it's there's never shame in asking for help no matter what you're doing like I don't know I think that's something that I always had so much trouble with is I always wanted to be so independent all the time and I was like I can't ask for help I'm an independent lady (laughs) like I'm my own lady boss you know what I mean and it's just like asking for help doesn't make you less than what you are exactly it it means that you have the courage to to know that you're not a like superhuman Mm -hmm. nobody knows everything everybody can always learn something you know being like able to drop your ego and say i need help is more admirable than just trying to do it on your own so like don't ever stress about needing to ask for help about anything Yeah, exactly. And I think that's like a huge thing, especially if you're transitioning into wanting to go into fitness or wanting to really go and work out or try something new. I think so many people like fear what other people at the gym are going to think about them or 
what girls are going to say when they see them, like, not knowing what they're doing at the gym or, like, anything like that. And I guarantee if you walked up to anybody, whether it be at a yoga studio, a gym, or anything like that, walk up to the most experienced person there and just ask them a question, I guarantee they will help you out instead of making you feel stupid. Like, you might think every person that goes to the gym is, like, a meathead, but honestly we're not yeah (laughs) I feel like if I ever seen like a girl walk up to me and ask for help or even like a younger guy I would clearly be happy to help them out because I started somewhere I started running on a treadmill and I'm sure I don't even know what I did with weights but I know I picked up a weight but I don't know what I did with it at the first time ever like like and that's the thing is that everybody starts somewhere no matter who is in the gym nobody came out of the freaking womb lifting dumbbells (laughs) yeah I'm not shoving a dumbbell into my hoo-ha so that my baby's a bodybuilder. I don't think anybody is. Like, you know, so we all started somewhere. Like, I couldn't even do one push-up when I first started working out. I I remember in my program having to do 10 push-ups, and it took me seven minutes. Oh, yeah. Seven minutes to finish 10 push-ups. push-ups. are hard. Yeah. I don't know if I can honestly do that many now. Oh, It's man. different. But, like, the thing is, is that nobody starts with all of the knowledge and I think like obviously it, it people in the gym can be intimidating sometimes mm-hmm. I mean I know that I've felt intimidated by other people and when I finally meet them I'm like holy shit you're like the nicest person right I was intimidated by you when I first <laughs> met you like I was like who is this like I I feel intimidated and like even though I was already working out for four years like I was yeah. still like intimidated and I still get intimidated like I've been working out for five, four almost five years now in the gym and I'm still intimidated going into some places or some stores or some gyms like for the first time and it's just like everybody has those nerves and I'm sure that like I know that when you finally get to meet somebody most of the time they're never as scary as they look they're yeah. just a lot of people put on that front and um especially at the gym I feel oh, like yeah. like I know I don't look like the kindest girl at the gym and I feel like that's why a lot of people like labeled me either like a bitch or she looks stuck up or like especially because I have long black hair and tattoos like I instantly get labeled and honestly like once people meet me they're like I've heard it so many times like, oh you're not as mean as I thought or like you're not a bitch and I'm like no I never was it was your judgment <laughs> but yeah. thanks I think like I know I mean I've done that too like I've assumed that people are not necessarily mean but you know kind of stuck up just because of how they look and upon talking to them I'm like oh they're totally not like that like that was that was rude of me to even like think that so like you know it's something I got to work on but I'm sure like if you go out to anybody in the gym and ask for help they're not going to be upset at you for doing that they're going to be flattered that you even consider them to be like knowledgeable enough to help them yeah exactly I think that's a huge one. And also, like, the people who are mean in the gym, literally just ignore them because they're just unhappy with themselves. And it has zero, zero to do with you at all. Yeah. And I know, I feel like there is always, like, a stigma, like, if you're going to the gym, you have to look like you should be there kind of thing. Like, I remember when I first started going and I was overweight and, like, didn't have any muscle and I was so scared. I was like, I don't belong here. But it's like everybody belongs there. Literally. It doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what shape you are. It doesn't matter how old you are or young. Like, the gym is a place for everybody and nobody should ever feel uncomfortable being there because 
no, like we said, nobody started with all the muscles that they have. Exactly. So everybody had to walk in there once looking, you know, different than they do now. Yeah. And that's like, even like, I have so many, like even my friends, my guy friends from here, they were tiny when they first started at the gym and now they're these huge monsters. In a which good way. like Yeah, in the <laughs> best way. Like, but just like, literally their arms are like the size of my legs. Like, they're really big dudes, but they all started somewhere and they're super, super nice. Like, and I feel like they get labeled big time. And I think that's where like a stigma comes in where like, you're probably thinking that this guy is judging you when he's benching triple your weight, but he's literally probably looking over being like, wow, good for that kid for coming to the gym. Like he's starting somewhere. I remember when I started there, like, so I think that needs to be like pushed to a side and drop all your shit at the door when you come to the gym or whether it be a studio or wherever you're going and just go in with an open mind and zero judgment. I guarantee you'll have a hundred percent better time than you would. Yeah. You're there for yourself and everybody else is there for themselves too. And you know, we're all just focusing on being, well, if you're going to the gym, you're focusing on being better, right? Obviously. Mm -hmm. So like most people are not going to be looking around staring at other people. They're going to be looking at themselves. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a selfish zone, but in the best way possible. And it's like, okay to be selfish sometimes like we said you have to be selfish sometimes so that you recharge your battery and you do things for yourself so that you can be the best human for others that you can be so the gym is a place that's kind of selfish but it's a good kind of selfish in my eyes Mm -hmm. totally I totally agree with that okay so transitioning from kind of how being selfish isn't always a negative thing um we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how you're allowed to choose the people in your life and how choosing people and letting go of toxic people is not something that's selfish either because I don't know about you but I feel like I had some people in my life that were toxic for me and I didn't really realize it and I didn't let them go and now that they chose to let themselves go I have realized like holy shit I had like some toxic people in my life and like I just let myself live through that and now that I know like how friends are actually supposed to be and like healthy relationships are actually supposed to be I am kind of selfish about who I actually let become or come into my life now yeah now that I like exited out of it I'm like okay I don't want to go back into that so I'm like I wouldn't say that I'm picky with who's in my life but I don't want to you never want to let somebody into your life who is going to drain your energy you know what I mean? And who's going to suck you dry. And it's okay to like say no to somebody. Hugely. That's like, even if you think you're really good friends with people or like you're giving someone a chance, it's like if that person makes you feel like shit all of the time or you leave a conversation with them feeling less than, those aren't your people. And like I've had multiple, multiple friendships like that where I think that they want the best for me and then some incidents happen and that's when it kind of clicks for me and I'm like okay maybe this isn't the best situation that I'm getting myself into maybe this person doesn't want me to do my best in life they're unhappy when you tell them about something exciting they like put you down when you tell them about like a PR that you hit in the gym they're like why would you even do that why does it even matter it's like those types of people aren't your people and that's something you would call like an energy vampire where like you're great and you're on like a high and all of a sudden they talk to you you have a conversation or they see you out and all of a sudden you're walking away feeling like complete shit 
or people who you almost dread going to hang out with. Yeah. Like, you do it solely out of guilt. Not necessarily guilt, but, like, you do it because, like, you feel like you have to, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I know I should, and I have to, and I can't keep putting it off, but I'm so dreading it. And then, like, you go there, and the whole time you're just like, okay, when can I leave? Yeah, exactly. And, like, I used to have people in my life like that, and I'm happy I don't now, like, thank God, but... Like, that's not okay either because when you feel, like, so drained before you even see somebody, like, you know that that's not going to be a healthy relationship for you. And it's okay for you, like, to say goodbye. Like Yeah, literally. It's, like, sometimes you need to break up with somebody, whether that be a partner or a friend or just an acquaintance that, like, you have around you at social events. Sometimes you just don't have to have that conversation that you're, like, oh, my God, here comes da-da-da, like... Get ready for the negative, like, comments. Get ready for the, she's going to pick me apart. Get ready for the, she's going to, like, compare herself to me. It's, like, now that I'm a little bit older and I don't have anyone like that in my life, I realize how toxic that is. And, like, I just don't allow people like that in my life now. I just take a step and I'm, like, sorry, dude. Like, we can't hang out. You're not my type of vibe. And I'm sorry, but, like... That's just kind of how it is. And there's no offense to them. It's just we don't mesh well and I leave angry every time I see you. Like, And that's not who I am. I'm not an angry person. I'm not somebody to like put other people down or shame people for who they are. But if you're not kind of like the same energy source as I am, it makes it really hard for us to hang out and I get exhausted. And they're probably mutually exhausted. They probably feel the same way about you because maybe you come into a room and you're on a high every single time they meet you and they're like, oh my God, here comes da-da-da. She's always so happy. Like, clearly you don't want to hang out with that person and it's fine to make the cut. Like, it's not a big deal to cut somebody out of your life. Like, don't cut them out in a mean way and be like, I dislike you or I hate you kind of situation. But just let them know, like, da-da-da, it's not working. Don't just ignore them when they keep on trying to message you and yeah, shit like, like that. Yeah, like, ghosting people... Yeah. Is another thing that I'm just so not comfortable with. Like, obviously, like, in this day and age with, like, everything's on dating apps and blah, blah, blah. And meeting people is online. And, like, even talking to friends. Like, meeting your friends, like, on Instagram or whatever. Like, it's, like, people just have adopted ghosting as, like, normal. Yeah, and and it's so not. That's not, like, they've adopted it normal in real life. They've adopted it as normal on social media or online. And I'm like be respectful when you know that you don't want somebody to be in your life and don't just stop talking to them like give them a message like and say hey like it's it's not that you're a bad person i just am not interested in this right now and that's okay like i would rather somebody tell me that they don't want to talk to me and that they don't want to they're not interested in me than just like ghosting me and me wondering what I did wrong exactly because then you fall into like the what did I do or what did I say or why am I not good enough and like I think those conversations need to be had in order to grow and in order to learn about yourself because it honestly maybe you were that person's like venting time maybe they trusted you so much that like that's all they wanted to do was like let everything go and talk to you and maybe you weren't ready to handle all that and they thought you were but that's something you'll never find out if you just decide to ghost somebody. Like, don't fucking ghost people. Like, so stupid. And don't lead them on either. If you're not interested, 
Like, it's yeah. Like, it's just simple. Just say, nope, that's okay. Literally. We're not uh, compatible at the moment, but, you know, you're still a good person. Yeah. Tinder people. <laughs> that's literally what ghosting makes me think of. Yeah. But, like, also, like, I've had those experiences with people, like, on Instagram or something, too. And, like, or clients, you know, like, if somebody is a client and then they just ghost you or they don't ever respond to you after signing up, like, it's, like, I care as a coach. I want to know how you're doing. Like, and if you're not prepared to, you know, start this journey, that's okay. I'm not judging you, but, like, just tell me instead of ghosting me because that makes me feel like I did something wrong as a coach or you know what I mean like I I understand if you are not ready to continue on this journey of fitness or whatever but like just let me know don't ghost me you know yeah because I find like that kind of thing happens or whenever somebody's kind of scared for commitment yeah I've done it too I've been scared to, to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I feel like, like everyone's ghosted somebody. Everyone has ghosted somebody at some point, but like, I am committing now that I'm not going to ghost people anymore because, like, I want that respect. So I'm going to try right? to give that respect to other people as well. Yeah. And like, whether you have to learn that the hard way and you've been ghosted before, which I feel like almost every person has been ghosted in their life by somebody, some way. Yeah. Which. I don't even know why ghosted is a term, (laughs) honestly. Like, I don't know why it's a thing. Like, I feel like you should have the balls to, like, own up to something and say, like, the date didn't go well or, like, whatever hangout didn't happen and, like, I'm good. Like, maybe we don't want to hang out anymore. But I feel like you should be, like, an adult and own up to your stuff. And I feel like that's a huge kind of, what do you call it? What's a, when you're, like, a good person and, like, you have to treat. Oh, it's a okay. good trait to have couldn't think of the word but like a good trait to have is somebody who's really honest and will just let somebody know whenever they're not feeling it and I think it's yeah that's it yeah that's all I got I agree yeah I agree with that so I think that we are going to wrap this episode up because we kind of um addressed everything that we had originally planned on addressing and a few more things we tend to ramble but that's not terrible. Exactly. That's <laughs> um, a good thing. Yeah. So thank you for listening to this first episode and good chat. Good chat. Okay. We out. Bye.